Hello and welcome to another Motormouth Munda. This week I'm coming to you while in the middle of covering a game of cricket. That's what I do for a living, well, the bulk of it anyway. I'm a cricket journalist and it's been a hectic week covering the South Africa-India series. If you've been following it, the action has ebbed and flowed. As you'll know, South Africa were 2-0 up. India came back to level the series at 2-all, and I'm currently in the middle of the decider, and what a game it's been. South Africa scored 438 runs, and if that score sounds familiar, that's because they did so against Australia way back in 2006, when I was actually still a cricket scorer, not a cricket journalist, and they won that game at the Wanderers. That was a fantastic game. I remember some of it like it was yesterday. And it uh, looks like we've got another ripper on the cards now. India are chasing the score. I'm covering the game. I'm chatting to you. And I'm getting ready to leave the country. On Wednesday, I'll be off to India myself. My goodness. There's just been a wicket. The game could be changing, but I'll keep going. On Wednesday, I'm getting ready to leave to India myself. I'll be there for seven weeks to cover the four tests. And I thought it would be a good opportunity to have a bit of a chat about what it means to tour, to travel to work while you're traveling because a lot of people are quite envious of it. When I've mentioned it to people in the past, um, I often get told, wow, that's fantastic. You're so lucky. And I think people have this idea of a very glamorous kind of life. And uh, it's not always like that. So let me give you a little rundown of what exactly this whole thing entails. Before going on a tour, before going anywhere overseas, obviously there's a lot of admin that needs to be taken care of. And that's going to involve getting a visa. And I'll admit that uh, we've been particularly bad with sorting this out on time and only managed to get the forms in last week, Monday. It's five working days to get a visa to India. The rules and regulations have changed a little bit because there's a new consul general. And so we're hoping to get the visas on Tuesday to leave on Wednesday. So, yeah, cutting it a little bit fine there. Obviously, there's also the admin of having to book flights and hotel rooms. And the way it works in my case is that I book the flights, I book the hotels, usually pay up front, and then the company reimburses me. And this time, there's been a little bit of a delay in that repayment, and I'm looking to go and get some foreign currency without much money in my bank account. So there's a little bit of stress from that side as well. Then there's obviously the things to consider about where you're going and what you're going to take with you. Now, interestingly... This time I'll be covering the cricket from the stands and I'll tell you about that in a second because I will not be getting accredited to sit in the press box. There is an ongoing debate between the Board of Control for Cricket in India and my employers, ESPN, and so I will be in the stands for the four tests, which is, means I'm going to have to take a little bit more care about things like the way I dress. That may sound funny. It may sound like I'm attacking this from a very... I'm a woman and I'm nervous point of view, but let's bear in mind that I'm going to the subcontinent. I'm a person of Indian origin. I look like I could fit in pretty well there. And there's certain expectations about the way women dress in India. I remember last time I was there, um, a halter neck wasn't a very good idea. Neither was anything sleeveless or anything too short. It's going to be summer, so it's going to be pretty hot. And I would probably prefer to not have to cover my shoulders or knees and to be comfortable, you know, be able to wear a pair of shorts uh, and a tank top, but um, I'll face some consequences for that. Maybe not violent consequences, but they're things like stairs, which can get quite uncomfortable, you know, just that type of behavior in the streets that maybe you don't want. And of course, if I'll be sitting in the stands, that will only be intensified. So I've had to think about things like long, loose-fitting dresses, uh, T-shirts with sleeves, 
skirts that cover the knees but maybe that don't drag on the floor because I'll probably be walking quite a lot in the streets as well. And uh, it's required a bit of a wardrobe alteration. I've had to do a little bit of shopping. I do wonder when I'll ever wear those clothes again. But uh, there you have it. I've, I've done some of that. I've also had a problem with the zip on my bag. So that's going to get fixed too. And my suitcase is currently in for repair. I'll be sure to fill it up both with things from home that I'll be taking with to India and with things I'd like to bring back. Um, you know, I've been to India twice before. I've never been a huge shopper. There are a couple of things I'd really like to bring back, most importantly, the beautiful material that's used to make saris, because I'm hoping to have a couple of things made for me when I get back home. But those are now all the peripheries to, you know, going away and being on the tour. Now I'm going to tell you about the specifics of being a cricket journalist on tour. So it's not nearly as glamorous as it sounds. Basically, it's going to work and to work very hard. And what it means often is that we will arrive at a destination from the airport, immediately get sorted with our communications, SIM cards, internet, that kind of thing, make our way to the hotel, see what it's like. It may or may not be fabulous, um, a lot of the time not, because we are not members of an international cricket team, we're just scribes. Uh, we don't stay in five-star hotels. We stay usually in pretty basic places, sometimes very basic, sometimes a little nicer, admittedly. Check that out and then make our way to either the ground, if it's game day, or a press conference, which there absolutely will be when we arrive. And the work begins. So basically, we'll be covering the warm-up game first. And that means there'll be some press conferences beforehand. There'll be two days of covering the warm-up game, looking for issues like who's in form, are there any injuries, um, what is the Indian opposition like, who's looking good, um, which test players look like maybe they're a little bit rusty, that type of thing. And then we head off to the venue of the first test, which is Chandigarh in Mahali. And uh, that's a nice place in the north of India. We've been there before, which is always nice. It's nice to go somewhere that you're familiar with. You've got a little sense of what to expect because the touring life does present you with a lot of unexpecteds. And sometimes they can become pretty stressful to deal with. You know, you could be really hungry after a full day's work and not know where to get something good to eat. Obviously, in this information age, and I've never traveled to India with a smartphone before, actually, you can access an app, and I'm hoping to do a little bit of that and be able to find your way around and get some information to things. But, of course, the other great thing that you can do on a tour is to walk a lot. And uh, that's what we really like to do. We enjoy taking walks through the cities, just finding out something, getting a bit of a sense of the place and the things you see with your feet. And I say see with your feet because I think when you're driving or you're being driven or you're being ushered by somebody, you're not going to be seeing those same things. can often really form your sense of what a place is like. And it's very good to get a sense of what the place is like because that's ultimately why we're going there. It's to inform the readers of things they can't see. You can all turn on your TV. You can all watch somebody hitting a six. You can all watch a great delivery being bold. You don't need me to tell you why that was good. I'll tell you anyway because that's part of my job. But you probably want to know a little bit more about the sense of the place, what it's like, how, how hot is hot really. We're watching the telly and we can see the players dripping with sweat. We can see the cramp hugging those hamstrings. And we're wondering, is it really that hot? I'll tell you. I'm an ordinary person. I'll tell you how hot it is. Um, exercise is something else I want to talk about because uh, I'm quite an active exerciser. Here in Cape Town, I tend to run 50 k's a week, somewhere around there. I like to do a long run once a week head out towards Camps Bay and keep going for as long as the legs can handle it. And obviously on a tour, you're not always going to get those facilities, certainly no gym facilities. So a pair of running shoes will definitely be in the suitcase. 
and you hope to find a good running route. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you can't. It's too crowded or too hot. Um, in Dubai, for example, we ended up running around a, a lake which had a radius of a kilometer and ran around that eight times every day. So <laughs> you can imagine that wasn't the most fun in the world. But um, that's the kind of thing that you get when you go on a tour. And you have to be really adaptable. You have to be prepared for what it's like if things don't go your way. If you're not able to exercise because it's too hot, will you just take a little walk down the streets a little bit more? If you're not able to find food that you want to eat, if you're not able to find working facilities, which is ultimately the most important thing. Now, we're pretty lucky in that India is a very connected place. We'll have access to Wi-Fi in a lot of places and cheap prepaid internet and prepaid data and that type of thing. So that shouldn't be too much of a challenge. But what I really want to explain is that we're not honestly going to see much of the place because you wake up in the mornings, um, you go for your run, which is actually how you see most of it. You don't really get to see much otherwise. You head to the ground, you watch the day's cricket, you work. The day's cricket, test cricket, is from 10 in the morning till 5 in the afternoon. By the time you're done with the press conferences, it's around 6 or 7. You work maybe till 8, try and go somewhere nice for dinner and repeat that for five days in a row. The days in between are mostly spent traveling. India is a vast country, and a lot of the travel means you can't go from A to B without going through C, D, E, F, all the way to Z. So there's quite a lot of logistics involved in that. But I, I have always made an effort to try and do something a little different on a tour, just to try and get away from it a bit. You hear players often talking about the importance of switching off, and it's no different for us, really. You know, We're almost more involved in it than them because our work on an average playing day lasts quite a lot longer. And um, this time, I thought it would be quite interesting to try a few walking food tours. So I've done some research on a street food tour in Bombay, which I'm hoping to do, one in Delhi, one in Bangalore. I don't know that we'll always have the time to get through these things, but it's a nice thought, it's a nice idea, because there's no way you can fit in something like a half-day or a full-day tour somewhere. So if you're thinking that part of the Indian experience is going to be going to the Taj Mahal or going to see the Pink Palace, you're absolutely wrong. That is not what going on a working tour is all about. But is it going to be fun? Absolutely. And I think it's going to be a wonderful experience. I can't wait to share it with you. I can't wait to tell you what it's all about. And from next week, that's what you'll be hearing. So for this week, you had to put up with my voice for a little bit and not much else and some cricket commentary in the background. But from next week, I'll be in India and I can't wait to bring you all the fun and excitement from there. Until then, I hope you enjoy the cricket. I hope you enjoy summer and have a great week. Cheers.